you gore fiends and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man doing good how you doing happy one year yeah happy one year this is our one year bonus happy anniversary episode whatever thing we're basically we're celebrating one year of throbbing with horror yeah we're throbbing for a year Yes, and Greg of the Dead had the amazing idea of doing like a year-end almost recap kind of thing. Yeah, so I'm like, well, we should do like an award show based on the movies we've done. So like, you know, the Oscars, they have the categories and the nominees. And since I came up with the nominees, you are going to pick the winners and you are unaware of who the nominees are for any of these. Right, I kind of know the categories a little bit because I helped out with a few of them. Yeah, we worked together on some of the categories. Right, but yeah, as far as like who the nominees are, I'm not 100% sure. No, I kept you in the dark on purpose, but you could probably guess most of them. Right, Um. so we're kind of doing our own take on an award show. So there's like the Oscars, there's the Emmys, there's the Dundies. And I would say that we're going to call ours the Throbbies. Oh, I like it. So the Throbby goes too? Yes. Okay. Oh, I like it. What I'm going to do, I still answer these, but my answers are relevant. And I won't tell you what mine was until after you do, so I don't sway your decision making. And the other caveat to this is you can only go based off the, the movies we've done. So let's say it's coolest slasher character. You are likely would say Jason. That's not a category, so that's what I'm using as an example. But right. you can only count the Jason from the movies we've seen on these 50 episodes. Okay, so I can't be like, oh, my favorite's Jason, and but it's Jason from like part six. You're like, exactly. No, no. from like you can say Jason, you don't have to say Jason from part eight or Jason from Jason X, but it can only be Jason, and these are the reasons from these movies. I get you. Okay, so I wanted to make sure I clarified that. So, like, if some of these characters or things might have had multiple movies, you can only judge based off the movies we've done. I I enjoy that. I like that. Because, basically, we're encapsulating this year of movies yes. we've done. So, no cheating on movies that we will do in the future. Damn it. Well, it's okay, because I never remember what we're doing next anyway. Until <laughs> you're like, oh, do you guess what we're doing next week, Brett? And I'm like, uh, what are we doing, Greg? So that's genuine. You're like, oh, what are we doing next week? That's not you just running the line. No, that's me completely being like, what are what am I watching like in a few days? <laughs> <laughs> so would we like to start our first category for the Throbbies? Yes. Uh, what is the beginning category for the first annual Throbbies? <laughs> the Throbby will go for the best song. Okay. So we have Power of the Night from Critters. Okay. We have Body Talk from The Toxic Avenger. Okay. We have Through the Trees from Jennifer's Body. All right. Cry Little Sister from The Lost Boys. Okay. And Buzz Buzz from Slumber oh. Party Massacre 2. Oh, oh Buzz Buzz. <laughs> oh, I should also say, for a category that nominated, there had to be at least three nominations and a maximum of six is what I left it at. Okay. 
Jesus, there there's some good ones in there. Especially body talks. Like it's like you were saying on the episode, it's just one that gets stuck in your body talks. You get your body, and it just goes over and over again. It's a kind of eighty shit. Especially if you leave the DVD on the menu, it just plays nonstop. It doesn't like yeah. stop after a while. It will go forever if you let it. No, it's like the super bad menu where like there's so many times in high school we would have like sleepovers, me and my buddies. And we would watch Superbad and fall asleep, like, watching it. And I'd wake up, like, in th- at 3 or 4 in the morning to just that jazz beat of Superbad going on. Exactly. And then Cry Little Sister, like, I know that's been a big one on the chat. Especially since I found that TikTok of Vampire and Blood, where they did the parody of it. Yeah. Like, that's a... And then, like, Rob kept going on and on about Aiden. And that's how I ended up finding about... Uh, finding out about ice nine kills because rob did it on auto anxiety yes but i mean i i'm gonna say for song and presentation i'm gonna give it to buzz buzz from slumber party massacre 2 because it's the best part of the entire movie I, I knew i don't know why i even bothered about our <laughs> nominations for this one i knew that one in a heartbeat as soon as you as soon as i heard buzz buzz i just immediately was like buzz buzz like <laughs> It's the best part of that entire movie. It is actually a catchy song. And it's so weird that there's this like chase scene going on through a, const- a construction site to this weird 50s slash 80s like song with like weird Fonzie. Yeah, it's something else. My selection was Cry Little Sister, but the throbby goes to Buzz Buzz from Slumber Party Massacre 2. The very first throbby award... Yes. Rose 2, Slumber Party <laughs> Massacre 2. For Buzz Buzz. For Buzz Buzz. That's very fitting. All right. The next Throbby will go to the winner of the best fight category. Okay. So we have the Camp Crystal Lake battle, Freddy versus Jason. Oh, wow. That's hard to beat. We have the Hong Kong battle in Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, so Kong versus Godzilla. Like that fight? Yes. Ooh, okay. Yep. Jesus. And then we have Ash versus Henrietta from Evil Dead 2. Also amazing. We have the chainsaw fight from Mandy. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Then we have Jason versus Julius from Friday yeah. the 13th Part 8. Fuck. Okay. And then Guards versus the Monsters from Cabin in the Woods. Okay. My God. Every one of those... There was more than I thought. Yeah, I thought that would be a hard one. Like, oh, all these are awesome. Every one of those I could fight for. God, that's a fucking hard one. Because, like, even, like, as soon as you said Freddy versus Jason, I'm like, well, it has to go to that. And then the next one you say is King Kong versus Godzilla, which wasn't an amazing movie, but that fight was fucking awesome. Yeah, the whole movie was an excuse for the fight. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's building up to that fight. Well, same with Freddy versus Jason. Um, but then, yeah, then you even go where like the Henrietta fight versus Ash is one of my favorites of the entire series because I love Henrietta, and that's when her like head turns into the snake. <laughs> yeah, you get the suck on this. But even the cabin in the wood, there's so many monsters at one time, and so many different variations on kills. And what was the other one? Am I missing one? The chainsaw fight from Mandy? Yeah. That one is very good, but that one I'm going to go ahead and immediately eliminate because it's nowhere near the like caliber of these other ones. Not saying it's not amazing, but 
it doesn't go up against Freddy versus Jason or King Kong versus, you know, Godzilla. And the only other one you didn't mention in your recap was Jason versus Julius. Which is also amazing. And as soon as you said the category, I was like, oh, I hope uh, Greg of the Dead puts that one in there because that one's probably going to be the one I pick. But the ones you let off with, that one is also one that I'm unfortunately going to go ahead and eliminate. Okay. It's amazing, and it's so cool to see someone finally stand up against Jason, and it's one of the best scenes of that movie. Um, yes. But unfortunately, that one's I'm also going to take away, just because of the caliber of the other ones. Alright. Oh, fuck. This is hard, Greg. I know. <laughs> I was excited for this. I wanted to know what got picked. I'm also uh, on... Unfortunately, even though it's like one of my... It's the top five horror movie for me... Given the day here and there, I'm going to take away the Ash versus Henrietta because even though it's amazing and it's a, such a great movie, the fight itself is what I'm trying to judge it on, and it's kind yeah. of herky jerky. Fair. You haven't eliminated my pick yet. I'll say that much. So we have Freddy versus Jason, King Kong versus Godzilla, and what else? Oh, Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Fuck. I'm honestly going to give it the Throbby for the best fight of the year. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go. I'm going to give it to Freddy versus Jason. Oh, you're so close. I want Cabin in the Woods, but the Throbby goes to Freddy versus Jason. It's so hard not to pick Cabin in the Woods, but I remember how much I loved that fight. Like at the end of Freddy versus Jason, I'm trying to just go off the fight itself. It's just like one versus one, basically. Yeah. There's a little help from like the final people, whatnot. Yeah, but I mean that's a match that was over a decade in the making, and the fight itself actually was fucking badass. Where Jason kills Freddy with his own glove. Oh, I should mention spoilers for every movie we've done. Oh yes, for the entire episode. year. So I hope you're caught up. Yeah, I'll put that in the episode description, don't worry. Yeah. Also, I want to mention, not every movie we've covered got nominated for something. I tried to make things that included the most of them, but not everything ended up getting nominated for anything. Yeah, there's no way. For doing 50 movies, 49 movies, whatever it is. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so, next category? Yes, well, I, okay, what do you have next for me, Greg? Jesus. <laughs> Next, to keep in theme with all these other orchards, we have the best couple category, Brett. Okay. Okay, so we have Melvin and Sarah from Toxic Avenger. Okay, and Sarah the blind girl, right? Yes. Okay. We have Needy and Chip from Jennifer's Body. We okay. have Ash and Linda from Evil Dead 2. Okay. We have Michael and Star from The Lost Boys. We have okay. Tree and Carter from Happy Death Day. And we have Red and Mandy from Mandy. Oh, fuck. Come on, Greg. Which, what does the Throbby go to? It, it, love? How many times? Okay, I'll speak about love <laughs> once again. Red and Mandy have this deep love for each other that is beyond anything in this entire universe. It will cut through the cosmos. If they're at one end of like the universe, like one's at one end, one's at the other, their love will find each other and they will smoke cigarettes and listen to punk rock and watch weird sci-fi. 
I mean, I knew it was going to Mandy. I still had to put the category there. The obvious Throbby goes to Red and Mandy, the greatest love story that has ever been told. Fuck Romeo and Juliet. Fuck any of these other ones. Red and Mandy. I'm happy to say we finally agreed on one as well. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah, as soon as you were going through them, and I was like, okay, that one's all right. And a couple of them, I was like, I don't even remember them together. And then you said Randed Mandy. I'm like, okay, that's why he put that one last. <laughs> I know, because I knew you were just going to cut the rest off. So it's actually not even listed that way. I moved it to the end. Oh, good. Because as soon as, if it was like the second one, I would have been like, fuck it. Uh, stop. That's it. Red and Mandy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. So our next Throbby, the fourth Throbby given out, is a category I'm quite fond of. And it goes to the best pro wrestler role slash cameo. Oh, okay. So we have Diamond Dallas Page from The Devil's Rejects. Okay, and yeah. he was one of the bounty hunters, right, beside Danny Trejo? Exactly, he was one okay. with Danny Trejo. Then we have right. X-Pac from Veronica. Who, uh, his was the smallest cameo in the world. He was like the admission guy at the strip club. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you uh, you pointed him out like real quick. Yeah, that's right. We have Tor Johnson from Plan 9 from Outer Space. Ooh. Okay, yes. And then we have Goldberg from Santa Slay. Oh, Jesus, yeah, I forgot about him. And that's the nominees for the best wrestler performance or cameo. That's fucking hard. Because, uh, fuck it, uh, Goldberg and Santa Slay, is that right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. he's so great. Just because the entire movie's, like, based around him. And the yes, way he plays Santa, we're like... I love how he's, like, having to be nice for, like, a thousand or two thousand years or whatever. He's having to, like, fake be nice and, like, bite his tongue. But as soon as he's allowed to be evil, he's just like, oh, Jesus Christ, let me put on my Harley gear. And I'm putting my uh, giant beard into, like, a ponytail kind of thing. <laughs> it's a Santa that spits fire. Yeah, and he has, like, one weird deranged, like, reindeer that's not a reindeer. It's a buffalo. Yeah. But Tor Johnson, man, how can you not like he's such a his face alone became a best selling Halloween mask. Yep. This one left me really scratching my head. I'm like, I don't know who Brett's going to pick on this one, honestly. It's fucking hard because it really, I would say, comes down to those two. Because uh, Diamond Dallas Page, is that who you said was in yeah. with Rejects? Yeah. He does really well in that role, I think, beside Danny Trejo. Because he looks like, when he's grilling outside that trailer, he looks like he fits in there perfectly. Like, how he's playing the role, how he looks, like, it's spot on. Like, he looks like a grease puddle. Yeah. But, I, he's, I'm gonna have to say no to him. Um, of course. I've, what's I've his name from, uh, X-Pac from Veronica? Yeah. I mean, it's awesome that, like, there was actually at least one name star in that movie, but I had no fucking idea who it was until you pointed it out. And even when you said, oh, that's X-Pac, I'm like, I don't know who that is. So it comes down to Tor Johnson and Goldberg. I'm going to, I mean, the Throbby, I'm going to say, is going to go to Tor Johnson. It has to. I don't, it, he has the most, like, speaking, he has the most lines of any of the stars in Plan 9. And he's almost, like, unintelligible. Like, you cannot really understand him. <laughs> but Bella Lugosi was already dead, and Vampira refused to speak. So they had to give the lines to somebody. 
I went Goldberg, but I'm not upset at all about Tor Johnson. So the the throbby for the best pro wrestler goes to Tor Johnson. It was honestly really hard for me to decide between those two because Goldberg and Santa Slay is just so great. Yeah. But I have to give it up to like my one of my favorite movies of all time. And Tor Johnson, who played beside Bella Lugosi several times, had a best selling Halloween mask off of his own face, and has so many like especially if you like watch Mystery Science Theater three thousand, has so many like classic lines off of that of like, it is time for go to bed and shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> the next category will go to us. In some way or another, it's what you came up with, and this will be the best podcast moment. Okay. And this was hard for me, because I don't, anytime I think I do something great, it doesn't go over well. Every time I'm like, oh, it was whatever, people like it. So it's hard for me to judge things that we do, So, but I came up with three. Okay. So, best pod moment, Shaun of the Dead episode. Give me a point, Brett's drunken rambling after he drank too much that night. We recorded it trying to do a British accent. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, it was me, you, and Rob, and it was it wasn't even that late at it was like when we usually record. But I was just having a little bit extra fun that night, and yeah, I drank way too much and tried to do accents like I usually do, and it just did not go over well. <laughs> I mean, it went over well as much as it was a funny moment, but it was definitely, I woke up the next day being like, I hope that podcast went okay. <laughs> I was able to release it, so <laughs> that was that. Yeah, next, it wasn't too slurry. <laughs> the War of 1812 incident. Oh, Jesus. From Ken. the very first bonus pod. Fucking Ken. That's, Ken goes down and throbbing with horror like legend. Like, he's a legend <laughs> of this podcast. We've, we've brought him up to other people we've met. We're like, remember the guy at the strip club where we're like, oh, hey, how's it going? We've met you for like five minutes. We have to tell you about this guy, Ken. He was going on and on about the War of 1812. And he, even he thought it was funny. Yeah. And the last nominee from, I believe it was episode five, the Never Hike in the Snow, Throbbing Horror on the Road episode, Brett's letter to Kane Hodder that wasn't oh. Kane Hodder. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> So those are her three nominations. Well, do I pick it or do you pick this No, you one? pick it. You, you, I'm the nomin- nominator. You're the decider. Okay, because most of them like, are me stuff. Well, one so of pick... them's us stuff. Two of them are you. So we have Ken, um, me sending the letter to the fake Kane Hodder, and... Give me a pint. Oh, yeah, the first... Oh, yeah, the... Oh, I was way too drunk and couldn't do accents right. Yes. Okay, that was a fun moment because it was the three. It was like me, you, and Razor Rob, which I always love doing three-way podcasts because it's a little different. Yeah. But I'm going to take that one out just because it was me being, I mean, honestly being a bad podcast host by being too <laughs> drunk to on, almost not do my job right. <laughs> okay, we'll eliminate that one. So I'm going to take that one out just because I was being a bad host. All right. Um, Ken is so fucking classic, but my, it's hard to, I'm going to have to pick, I have to pick Ken. The Throbby goes to Ken in the War of 1812, because I cannot just give myself a Throbby for a stupid thing I did when I was like nine years old. Man, I want to cut that audio. I cannot just give myself a Throbby. <laughs> <laughs> 
I went. I did try to give it to you because I went letter to Kane Hodder, but really not disappointed. Yes, but it was such a like weird, like offhanded story. I told you like in middle of our trip to like New Jersey. Yeah, where we're just telling stories back and forth, and it just for some reason popped into my mind, and I told you it, and I didn't even think it was that like out there until I saw your face, and you're like, "What did you do?" I How made you tell you? it on the show. But yeah, Ken and the War of 1812 has to take it just because that was such an amazing night. We got to meet Felissa Rose. We saw uh, Sleepaway Camp at the drive-in. We saw Slumber Party Massacre 1. We got to meet Felissa. She did a intro for us. We met Ken, who, we, like I said, we've brought up to other people we've met at like conventions and shit. Yes. So, yeah, the Throbby goes to Ken and his amazing mustache in the War of 1812. Okay, so the next category is should be a much simpler one. Favorite clown. Okay. So we have It. I mean, we have Pennywise from It. Only Chapter 1. You can't count Chapter 2, remember? Right. We have Flappy slash Vulgar from Vulgar. Right. We have Art the Clown from Terrifier. Yeah. And we have Mervo from Blood Harvest. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you didn't even put Captain Spaulding in there. Oh, shit. And Captain Spaulding <laughs> from The Devil's Rejects. Well, was he in there, or did you just throw him in? I just threw him in now. I completely... Because I was trying to think of clown episodes. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going like, to edit that let's, out. Let's go with your I original... Let's go with your original lineup, because it's hard to... No, not no, because... Spaulding. No. Captain Spaulding from Devil's Rejects. I mean, I on because I love Vulgar so much. Like, I mean, I have a movie theater size poster of Vulgar in my room. I've met Brian O'Halloran several times. Two of them were for Vulgar things, and I asked him a question about the feces in Vulgar in a convention like Q and A, and he knew what I was talking about. Yes, I was there. Um, yeah, because you nudged my shoulder. You're like, no, ask him about the feces, and I was like, thanks, Greg. <laughs> Like, Art the Clown is great, but I, I love Terrifier, but it's just, I don't think he really has the staying power quite yet. I might change my mind after Terrifier 2. Fair. The same thing with, like, Vulgar 2, where Brian Johnson has been talking about he's writing that script again, and he's, like, 17 pages in, so who the fuck knows what'll happen with that. But those wouldn't count, because we're only talking about those first movies. Right. Um, I honestly have to give it to Tiny Tim and the Marvelous Mervo, just because that was our very second episode, and that's when we did it with our good friend P. Well, it was just me, because you weren't, uh, at that time, it was just going to be, you were going to jump in and out. Yeah, I was a sound guy, I just edited it. And after that episode, I had so much fun, like, the first episode was fun doing the list, but the second episode, I had such a blast, because me and P going on and on about Tiny Tim... And doing the, uh, like, our versions of him back and forth to each other. We did the dueling Tiny Tims. Well, and that's when the show became what the show would become, too. Yeah, like, I started doing my characters. We It started doing, like, forming into what it was going to be from then on. Okay, so you're going Mervo? The Throbby goes to Mervo? The Throbby goes to Tiny Tim. <laughs> okay, I went Terrifier, but... It's hard for me to go, like, it's the same thing with Tor Johnson. It's hard for me not to vote against Tiny Tim, you know? Yeah. Our seventh category is the best final girl. 
Mm. Okay. So we have Laurie Strode from Halloween. Oh, okay. We have Dana from Cabin in the Woods. Okay. We have Mary Beth from Hatchet. Mary Beth? Yes. <laughs> we have Nancy Thompson from Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. We have Jay from It Follows and Tree from Happy Death Day. Could you go through them real quick one more time? Yeah. Laurie okay. Strode, Halloween. Dana, right. Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Mary Beth, Hatchet. Nancy Thompson, Nightmare on Elm Street. Jay, It Follows, Tree, Happy Death Day. Oh, fuck. I mean, it's hard to... Tree is so fucking badass. Because I almost immediately want to say Laurie Strode because Halloween is so iconic. But she fucks up so many times in that movie. Yes. Like, how many times does she have the knife and just drop it again? Or just, like, run away, like, very badly? Or turn her back to the killer? She's quite good with coat hangers, though. Like she, yeah, she's good with coat hangers. Like she doesn't have any kids, and not in this, not in this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I'm sorry, that was good. <laughs> um, I have to give it the tree from Happy Death Day. Oh, that Honestly. was a shocker! I would never have guessed you went tree, but fair. Because she is so badass. Like, pretty soon into the movie, she's kind of starts figuring out what's go- going on, and she fucking takes control. Oh yeah, she does. Like I got, I mean, Laurie Strode was one of the first final girls ever, so she doesn't know the tropes of don't turn your back on the killer. Like, if you stab a normal person, usually they're going to go down and stay down. She doesn't know the look and whatnot, but it's just so like. We're talking from 2021 eyes. Tree fucking has her shit together. Oh, yeah. I went Nancy from Nightmare because she's honestly my favorite final girl of all time. But I'm not going to complain about Tree in the slightest every point you made. Happy Death Day gets the Throbby. Yeah, the Throbby goes to Happy Death Day. I I can't complain with your pick of Nightmare either. But I'm just not that huge of a Nightmare fan. But she is fucking badass in that movie and kicks Freddy's ass for a little while. My next category is in here especially for you. It okay. Is the, the grossest body horror. Oh, God. So we have the shunting from society, obviously. Oh, yeah, all gooey. We have Frank reforming from Hellraiser. Oh, yeah, oh that one's bad. We have the pusball gremlins forming. From oh, Gremlins. God. How many episodes did I talk about that after watching Gremlins? Most of them. Yeah. <laughs> and then Giant Brenda with the slugs from Slither. Oh, that one I remember from my, like, not childhood completely, but, like, I was in middle school when I saw that, and it stuck with me. Yes. Fuck. So we have the shunting. Frank reforming, Pussball Gremlins, and Giant Brenda. Best body horror. Fuck. That's a hard one. Oh, I was just pointing out, I said the category is grossest, but yeah. Grossest. Same. Okay. I'm probably going to say the shunting because they're all fucking each other while they're also forming into each other and like absorbing people that don't want to be absorbed. 100%. I went the same. It's obviously the shunting. If it wasn't for the bully from Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure, like he didn't want to get put into the pile. If he wasn't there and it was people just enjoying themselves, I don't think it would be quite as bad. But the fact that they're sacrificing people into their weird flesh pile, it just makes it that much worse. Oh, yeah. I went the same. So the throbby goes to the shunting. Yes. All right. Next one. Best child character, Brett. 
Oh, God. Fuck it. Children, like I've said so many times, can make or break a movie. Exactly. So we'll see if these ones made their movies. We have Gage from Pet Cemetery. Hard to beat. We have Angela from Sleepaway Camp. Oh, geez. Yeah, okay. We have Michael from Phantasm. Okay. And then we have the Frog Brothers. I counted them in oh. the same category from the Lost Boys. Oh, fucking Corey Feldman and uh, Corey Haim. No, Corey Haim was the brother. I forget who the other frog brother was. Well, it wasn't a Corey Feldman, right? Yeah. Jesus, that's a hard one. Because even, like, I've, I was like, yeah, Angela was, like, 13 or something in the movie. So, yeah, she's yeah. still a kid. And fucking Gage was so amazing, like, I was, went on and on about in Pet Cemetery, But then somehow he, like, I'm going to not have this affect my voting, but he sucks in New Nightmare. True. And who was the other one? Michael from Phantasm. Michael Judy! From, yeah. I mean, I love Phantasm, but he's out. Because he's honestly not that amazing in the movie. Right, he's a little so. bad, but he's over the top in certain ways that just make it fun. But he's out. Agree. I can't stand him. Um, <laughs> I still included him. Yeah. Well, you don't even like Phantasm at all. I'm surprised it made it into this. <laughs> I, I liked elements of it, and so I'm including. I tried to include as much as possible, if anything fit the category, even if overall I didn't like it. I have to give it to Gage from Phantasm. I'm going to give Gage my Gage wasn't in Phantasm. Uh, a Gage from Pet Cemetery. I'm sorry. Fuck. Okay. Um, I went the Frog Brothers, but the Throbby goes to Gage from Pet Cemetery. Yeah, because I like Lost Boys, but I, it's, I don't have the like connection that like you seem to have with it, where you kind of grew up with it. I just saw it for the first time in the last couple years. Yeah. But yeah, Gage is just so good in that movie, and just, he gets it for the line of, no fair, alone. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about this next category. Okay. Because the next Therabi category is favorite ridiculous line. Oh, God, okay. So, it's in the blood from Texas Chainsaw 3D. Okay. I'm Duke the Horny Ghost from Spookies. <laughs> Spookies. Go fuck your dad, you mullet-wearing asshole from It. All right. Is man truly a walrus at heart <laughs> from Tusk? Michael Parks. Ass fuck is my specialty from Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> and... Garbage Day from oh, Silent Night, Deadly Night God. Part 2. What's the name of the category? Favorite Ridiculous Line. Favorite Ridiculous Line. Fuck. Because Garbage Day, like you said, is just so classic. And it's one of my favorite parts about like the Christmas time season. And I hate even thinking about that season whatsoever. But knowing that I can watch the Slumber Party of uh, Fuck. The Silent Night, Deadly Night Massacre... Fuck, Silent Night, Deadly Night movies. <laughs> Sl Slumber Party Massacre, Silent Night, Deadly Night, fucking. <laughs> I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard. <laughs> I have to go with Ass Fuck from Veronica. Ass Fuck is my specialty is so, from Veronica. It's so ridiculous where she's not. It's this giant spider she's talking to, and. He's going on and on. He's like asking her about like different things she's do she can do, and she's like, "Ass fuck is my specialty." Like how she says it. <laughs> Fair. So, I went garbage day, but that was a close one between both of those. And is man truly a walrus at heart? All three of those were tough for me to pick from. 
it's hard not to pick his man truly a walrus at heart because that is a completely ridiculous line. But ass fuck is my specialty is just so like out there and it catches you by surprise and makes me laugh every time. So the throbby goes to ass fuck. I love, that sounds perfectly right for our show. All right. Next category, one you came up with, worst character. Oh, okay. Danielle, the sorority leader from Happy Death Day. Right. David from Shaun of the Dead. Oh, oh yeah, fuck David. Mother Superior from Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. True. Otis from Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah. Jeremiah Sand from Mandy. Jeremiah's hand was a righteous man. And Ed from Vulgar. Okay. Which one was Ed? The leader of the creepy Oh, the dad? Yeah. Okay. And what was the name of the category? Worst character. Worst character. So are we going by like... So I'm I'm guessing... Morality standards. Like they're pieces of shit. Not the worst acted character. The worst character. No, no. Not that at all. Out of... Okay. And who was it? Just run down real quick again. Danielle, Happy Death Day. Right. David, Shaun of the Dead. Mother mm-hmm. Superior. Otis from Henry. Jeremiah Sand from Mandy. And Ed from Vulgar. They're all so bad. Like, a few of those people are rapists. Yes. More than one. Yeah, you're correct. Because I hate Mother Superior, but I can't... She's not as bad as the rapist characters, I would say. Even though Fair. she is a nun. Um, so unfortunately I cannot vote the nun as the worst character, even though I would love to. I don't know, Ed from Vulgar is fucking bad, because he, poor Vulgar, he has this, like, awesome idea to make a little bit of extra money on the side, and immediately gets, like, gang-tortured by him and his children. Yeah. Uh, and then Jeremiah Sands, even, where he just completely ruins everyone's life, but I'd... But he gets his comeuppance completely, so. Yes. Better than Ed, because Ed fucking just has a heart attack. Same with Otis is dumb, where, like, Henry's bad as well. But Otis, at least Henry kind of knows how to play it smart and what to do. Otis falls asleep when he's playing the murder tape on the television. Correct. And he fucking, oh yeah, and he tried to, like, take advantage of his sister. Yep. God, all these people are terrible, Greg. You wanted the category for worst character. I delivered. Oh, you you did a great job. Oh, fuck. It's hard to, because if you pick one, the other, you're like, oh, the other ones are fine. No, no, they're not fine. They're just lesser <laughs> sentence. Right. I mean, I don't, God, I'm going to maybe say Otis. Brett, you're in line with me. I said Otis as well. Yeah, the throbby for the worst character as far as morality goes to Otis, I would say. Just because he does it to so many people. Where, like, yeah, the other ones aren't good whatsoever. Like, Ed is terrible, but it, he does it to, we see it, like, happen to, like, one or two people. Where Otis goes and he does it to, like, so many different people. And does and he just will just randomly murder people and shit. And he's doing it to his own sister, who's already abused. Yeah, I think that was the tipping point compared to the other two. Where, yeah, how Otis many times... He has to be told, like, five different times to stay off his sister in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, so the throbby goes to Otis, who should not have a throbby. Next category, we are closing. We only have three left. Okay. Best movie based on a book. Pet Cemetery, It, Jaws, Hellraiser, or Carrie. 
See, because Jaws, I love the movie, but I read the book and I hated the book. Fair. But I don't think I've seen, I haven't read any of the other books either. Oh, it doesn't have to be about the book, just this is the best movie out of the ones that were based on books. Okay. Well, the best movie out of the ones based on books, then, I would say would be Jaws. So the Throbby goes to Jaws? Yeah, the Throbby for, yeah, I would say it would go to Jaws, just because I love that movie so much, and every time, like, every summer it comes around, and I hate summer, but I love watching Jaws around the 4th of July, and just whenever that scene on the boat comes up when they're comparing their scars and they're talking about the USS Indianapolis and they start singing. Yeah, I'm glad Jaws won a Throbby. I did go Carrie, but I'm cool with Jaws winning a Throbby. I like Carrie a lot as well, but I don't know. There's something about that movie that I don't, I like it, but I don't love it. All right, closing in. Coolest monster, Brett. Okay. We have the Krites from Critters. Kill Krites. We have Godzilla, obviously Godzilla versus Kong. All right. We have the Toxic Avenger from the namesake movie. Right. Kong, also from Godzilla versus Kong. Mm Mm-hmm. The albino spider of Dejet from oh, Veronica. Geez. Okay. And the mermaid from Cabin in the Woods. Oh, Jesus. See, that's, that's hard to, where this is how, like, you have to kind of, like, think about the movie that it's coming from. Because exactly. I immediately want to say Godzilla. Because Godzilla is the king of the monsters. But I have to say, it would have to be Godzilla from this movie. Correct. Which, I like the new American Godzilla thing they're doing okay if it was overall Godzilla from Toho and everything, like, from the beginning on, I would have to say Godzilla. But just from yeah. this movie, I cannot say it. The same way with, like, King Kong. Okay. Um, so, if we cut those two, we have the spider, the krites, the toxic avenger, and the mermaid. I said, the spider from Veronica, that's a joke one you threw in there, because there's no way. <laughs> if I pick that, you would, I, if you hung up the call immediately, I wouldn't put a pet, like, I would agree with you. Okay. Yeah, and I guess Toxie would, is a monster. Yeah, they call him the monster throughout the yeah. whole movie. It comes down between the Krites and Toxie for me. Okay. And I'm honestly, I'm the Throbby for the best monster of this year of the podcast. I'm going to give it to Toxie. Oh, good. We're in, we're in the same for this one. I also went Toxie. Because, good. I'm glad uh, the Toxic Avenger walked away with an award. Yeah, because uh, we only did Critters 1 in this, uh, season, in this year, right? Correct. So if it was Critters from Critters 2 and you get the Critters Ball, that might have overtaken it for me. Yeah. But if we're talking about the Critters from Critters 1 versus the Toxic Avenger from Toxie 1, I have to give it to Toxie. Agreed. And it's funny because Toxic Avenger, as the movies go on, kind of drops down and Critters goes up. So it's, it's opposite. It worked out good this way for both, for Toxic Avenger. Yeah, and, um, well, like, Toxie and, like, Part 4 I like, but in, like, Parts 2 and 3, it's kind of like, meh. And then our final category, Brett, Best Kill. Oh, okay. Oh, this is a major one. Yes. So we have Hacksaw down the middle from Terrifier. When you think of Terrifier, this is the kill you think of. Yes, it is. We have Gut Puke from City of the Living Dead. I mean, once again, when I was explaining to you about this movie, what did I tell you? A priest makes a girl throw up her guts. (laughs) Exactly. 
we have the blowjob gone wrong from brain damage. Oh yeah, the uh, blow the quote unquote blowjob that the censors wanted to censor, but Frank Hennenlotter's like, it's not a penis. Exactly. We have the frozen smashed face from Jason X. Oh fuck you, Greg. Jesus, that's my favorite Jason kill. We have the face pulled in half from jaw to jaw from Hatchet. The uh, jump to conclusions, man. Once again, that's the kill you think of when you think of Hatchet. And then David pulled apart from Shaun of the Dead. Okay, well, another good kill, yeah. This is the final throbby of the evening for Fuck. best kill. I thought I this mean, was a nice ending category, how typically awards show would end on best picture. This seemed fitting for us. Yeah, I would agree, because especially how we keep track of our kills with the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. David getting pulled apart in Shaun of the Dead, even though how satisfying it is, because I hate his character... Is going to be eliminated, I'm going to say. Okay. Going up against these other ones that you mentioned, that one's gone. Fair. That's like the kill and, like, the jump to conclusions man in Hatchet, where that's the one that you think of. Well, it's not even him that gets his head pulled off, it's his wife. No, she gets her head pulled off, he gets his, like, jaw ripped off, like, reaches into his mouth and separates him that way, and you see the tongue. Oh, oh no, right, thought... it is her. Yeah, you're right, but still, that kill. Right, yeah, he gets chopped in half. It's his wife that gets her head yeah. peeled. I mean, fucking amazing kill, and it's practical, which I'm always a big fan of. Yes. But that one I'm also going to eliminate. It's up against tough competition. I can't yeah. criticize any of these getting taken out. So what is left now? <laughs> we have the frozen smash face, blowjob gone wrong, hacksaw, and gut puke. I'm also going to take out the blowjob from brain damage because no matter how great that is, and I love that scene, up against the other ones, yeah, I was going to say that one has to kind of go out. Okay. The same. I'm going to also say the same with Hacksaw. Okay. Hacksaw, I'm going to say, is gone because even though how classic it is, and once once again, you think about this movie, you think about that kill, It's just it's still so new. Yeah, I'll tell you, Hacksaw came close for winning for me. I had to sit and think on this one. It's hard because it's such a great scene, but there for a second, it holds a little too long where it becomes comical. Okay, so you're down say, to Gut Puke and the Frozen Smashed Face. Because Gut Puke is so fucking great. Because it's a fucking, it's Italian horror, and the Italians know how to do gore extremely well. And this poor actress actually had to have real, like, animal organs in her mouth and throw them up. No, not in her mouth. Fake mouth underneath her mouth. So well, under yeah. her chin sliding up. But still, like, she's having, it's right in, in her face. <laughs> yeah. But the smashed head from Jason X is my favorite Jason kill of the entire series. Just because I remember, like I've told you on the podcast sitting there in the theater with my parents and seeing that on the big screen and it changing my life. <laughs> yeah. So I have to give it the, the head smash from Jason X. The throbby for the best kill of the entire year goes to Jason X head smash. I'm with you. Same kill. So yeah. undisputed throbby for best kill, Jason X frozen smash face. The guts puking from City of the Living Dead is so amazing and so great, but personally, I have such more, much more of a connection to that head smash. 
all of these ones are ones you could be proud of if you did the special effects on. Oh, very much so. And that concludes the first annual Throbby Awards. Da, 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 da. They're getting the hooks to pull us off stage right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was thought it was cool looking back on a lot of these movies. It was, because some of them, like, whenever you said we were doing this, I look back through the list of what we've done this year, and some of them I completely forgot about. Like, Santa Slay, when you brought it up, I was like, holy shit, that's right, Goldberg was amazing. Yeah. But, um, thanks you guys for listening, for real, for sticking around with us for a year, whether you're there from day one or jumped in just this past episode. It means a lot to us that you guys check out the show, and we keep doing it, so thank you for listening throughout this past 50 movies we did. Yeah, honestly, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in every week and, like, listening to us fucking joke around and fuck around and, like, do weird voices and talk way too much about cum. Like, I've had such, like, such a great time doing this for this last year. And, like, it especially came around a great time in 2020 when I had nothing else to do whatsoever to, like, bide my time other than work and watch television. And when you came brought up about like, hey, let's start like doing a podcast, I was like, fuck yeah, that sounds fun. At least if even if we do it for a little bit. I know it sounds cliche, but thank you legit for listening. Like it gives me something really to sink a lot of my time into and energy and keeps me occupied. I know I can say the same for you. Oh like, yeah. To come up with these dumb ideas we come up with every week and message each other at two in the morning when we think of one. Oh, yeah, that's what I love, too, is just how it's, like, I'll randomly, like, during the day, we'll get a message from Greg being like, I have this great idea. We should do this. Yeah, and so far it's been working, so that concludes the first Throbbies and the first year of Throbbing with Horror. Yes, uh, well, congratulations, Greg, on making it one year. <laughs> well, congratulations, Brett, and to all the winners tonight. I know yes. all these directors and actors will be writing home about winning the Throbbies. Yeah, that we're uh, waiting. We're going to uh, now wait for the next hour to see if anyone calls in, correct? Yes. Okay. Da, 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 we're not da, doing this. Da, da, da. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the one seconds by one second. Ah, ah, ah. Two seconds. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, but I cannot wait for the next year and the next 10 years. Fuck you. <laughs> exactly. This, you're not stopping this now. Yeah. But yeah, uh, congratulations, Greg. Let's give ourselves a pat on the back about being friends and talking about horror movies into a microphone that we would have done anyway, sans microphone. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, um, thank you guys for joining us for the first annual Throbbies, and we'll see you next year for the second annual Throbbies, and we'll see you this next week with whatever we're doing next. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness! You gotta say the line. What? Throbby? The, the, we hope we left your brain. We we hope we left your brains throbbing with horror with our throbby talk? I get it. Throbby talk! Do the throbby talk! Should, should I just leave all this in and cut it there? Yeah. Okay.